thanks again to all the sponsors. Thanks to all of you for coming out. So I'm really curious to know the juxtaposition between um, getting signed in the late 90s. Uh, you know, you have, you have now obviously the context of history. Hopefully everybody here is aware that Sum 41 has a new album coming out this year. Um, you guys were able to uh, kind of have your cake and eat it too and have the best of both worlds by doing the Pledge Music campaign and then doing a more of a traditional deal but with a big independent label with Hopeless. Um, I, I would be really curious to know sort of uh, through your experience of you know, doing the major label thing in the 90s and the early 2000s and obviously you know, riding the whole wave through MTV and TRL and all of that to now having the ability and the advantage of hindsight and history to know how you want the business of your band to work. Just really curious to know um, some of the biggest differences and some of the things you can Well, I mean, it's learn. a completely different thing now. So um, it's hard to say, like, I would say everything's different. You know, it's not, it feels like there's nothing that's really the same other than, I mean, for us, all we've ever cared about is playing shows. Everything that we do is to, you know, for, for people to come see us live. That's the goal. And it always has been, and it still is. So, you know, whether it, a song gets on the radio or not, um, and, you know, there's no MTV anymore, but those things never really seem to matter as long as there's people coming to the show. So for us, it's still the same. You know, we still wake up, and all we care about is are people coming to see us play live. And the business stuff, it's so different, but we don't really get involved in it. It's like all of that stuff is a means to an end to get people to the show. Right? Yeah. Those are just tools of radio, MTV. Basically. I mean, for us, anyway. Yeah. Sure. Um, let's talk a little bit about your professional career prior to joining up with these guys. Um, I know Street Drum Corps. People are familiar with Street Drum Corps. Um, and we were just talking, it's funny, because you mentioned Tommy Lee being that first concert and being like, I want to do that. You got to literally do that at one point and yeah. sit in the Tommy Lee drum throne. Yeah, and play a couple summers ago, he just, I woke up to a text message like, I'm in the hospital, I burned my hand, you have to come and play. And I just thought it was a joke. But no, it really happened. So I had to go out and I was in the band for two weeks, which was <laughs> just the most insane two weeks that you can imagine. I mean, it really is everything that you think it would be, but even more. I mean, he knows some toured with Motley Crue as well. Um, but it was like there was no sound check, there was no rehearsal, and we were playing the Dr. Feelgood record from start to finish. Wow. So some of the songs I hadn't heard in years. So on the plane, I was just like, you know, writing some notes about it. That's a it. drum heavy album. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, in the, like I mean, the song Dr. Feelgood, like that drum lick at the beginning is like dry. And just the production, the I didn't know what, yeah, you know. It's a Bob Rock. Like bombs were going to go off. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. on that tour, they were purposely off time to startle the audience, but it was scaring the shit out of me because <laughs> things were blowing up and fire everywhere, and I don't know, and Tommy's just laughing on the side because he knows With his burned know. hand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then there was like an, a whole act two, which was like, you know, then all the, the other hits and stuff. But, you know, I had only met like Nikki and Mick once, never met Vince, and like, it's like creeping up to showtime, and I'm like, can you take me around and meet the guys, so at least we're not just like, the curtain drops and there's some dude back there, it's not you. So I went and everybody was cool, they were like, you got this, like, you know, Tommy vouches for you, it's cool, everybody was cool, just have a good time, and um, 
It was amazing. I mean, it was insane. That's like know, a total. That's like a movie. <laughs> you know, like that's a total. Seriously, just like and to be in the, fulfillment to play in the band that influenced you. And my dad actually got to come to the show in Florida, and you know, he was in the audience watching his kid play in the band that changes. You know, made him want to do this. So it was a pretty amazing moment. Which you know, I hope I have that with my son one day. You know. Yeah. Wow, that's like like a like royalty, like rock and roll royalty. It's, so there was no rehearsal. Like it was like you'd learn the stuff on your own and yeah. Show up. I mean, we had a quick you know um, powwow backstage, and then basically he had a microphone. He was like hiding on the side that he can talk to me in my in ears about certain cues. But he basically was just having a good time partying, and he was like yelling because he was excited in my in ears, and I'm just like, "Shut up! I'm trying to play your gig, dude." You know? And then I turned to the the second night. I turned to the left. He's eating hot dogs, drinking beers, watching me play his gig. You know, but he would come out though and talk, and he'd play piano in Home Sweet Home, so the fans still had him there. Yeah. But it was that was another you know head you know thing too <laughs> just literally to like you're watching going you to, play and you know like fans <laughs> i mean they're stoked that's he's a the main reason you're going to see that band yeah. um but he was still there so they felt cool but no there was no roller coasters on that tour so i didn't have to do any of that stuff <laughs> yeah that was my next question but coincidentally enough i got a call i was in uh somewhere in maybe in singapore or somewhere last year with street drum corps doing uh, a tour for the troops and their production manager Email me and he's like, where are you right now? He's like, Tommy has some hand issues. It was, he had the really bad like uh, tinnitus or so, uh, tendinitis, and um, I couldn't be there in time. So they actually wound up getting out. It was Cooper's drummer who's on the tour who did it. But I'm like, ah, to do this again on the <laughs> yeah. final tour. Yeah. They had the roller coaster. Um, Could have been you stuck in the roller coaster when they had when that when that happened. Were yeah. you there? You were there, weren't you? I was when there the second to last uh, night. The last night it got stuck. <laughs> which I guess they kept in the film, which is... Yeah. I, sorry, I could nerd out about Molly Crew for a while. Um, did you ever hear that story from when Matt Sorum filled in for Motorhead? I mean, his story was that Lemmy texted him and said, uh, can you play drums in Motorhead on tour this summer? And the first thing Matt Sorum wrote back was, why me? And Lemmy wrote back, Dave Grohl's busy. <laughs> and, then, and then the next thing Sorum said was, when do we rehearse? And Lemmy wrote back, we don't. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's awesome. This trial by fire, right? Like those, those type of bands are just like, learn our songs and show up. You've, <laughs> you've heard Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> you know how that goes. Uh, so wh what was the relationship uh, between you and some? When did you first meet these guys? And how did Warped that come about? Um, yeah. We, Street Drum Corps was out on the whole thing. That's the last time I've done a full Warp Tour. We basically were always in, either build our own stage, like the first time we ever did it, we had Bert from the U's with us, and we would build our own stage, our own sound. We were in a band, Bert came out with us. It was amazing, it really put us on the map. But then we signed with Kevin Lyman on his Warcon label, and we did the full tour, and some was on a little was bit of it 2003? I think so, maybe. Or five? Bad with years. Or seven. It was. <laughs> I know Tom, was, eight Tom times, was in the band. Um, this is the first time I've seen was? Tom with you guys. Yeah. Does seven. Um, and I saw them live for the first time there and was, was a huge fan, always. Um, and um, saw them live and there's, that's, it just was so amazing. Just this, I never saw a band kind of captivate a crowd like that before at Warped Tour. Like I think everybody that was at the festival was at that stage watching the band. Just how 
this guy just commanded the crowd and I was just so blown away by it. And then we wound up hanging that night. And then just from being in LA, we bumped, we bumped into each other so much and having Tommy Lee is a good friend in common. Um, and then how this whole Sum 41 thing really happened was um, Street Drum Corps had a uh, residency in Vegas at the Hard Rock. And on opening night, Derek came out to guest with us and we just hit it, hit it off, you know, playing. And he's like, you should come by the house and let's jam. So we just started jamming a bunch of cover tunes and it went well. He's like, let's jam again. And it just kept, you know, happening. Kept growing from that point on. Yeah. That's like high school days. Like yeah, my first so. real yeah. show was the AP show, which was, yeah. it's a big, you know, it's an arena, DMC, playing yeah. all their hits. It was pretty, pretty amazing for a first Dave show. Dave was back the first time yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I want to talk about that as well, because yeah. uh, I want to talk about this record. Um, so when you sat down to do a, a Sum 41 record in 2016, um, what are some things that are core elements of the band's sound that you know kind of have to be there for it to be some and not to be something well, different? I and, think... And I was going to say, what else do you... What I, are things you want to do? I was going to say, the reason... Well, if I sit down and write songs, there's always a core element that's kind of similar because it's coming from me. So yeah, there, I feel like there's certain things that I, I'll do differently on every record, but there's certain things I do the same on every record. So I, to me, when I hear it, I'm like, yeah, this sounds like some 41. It sounds like my style in maybe there's a different riff and a different kind of, you know, there's different lyrics. I'm singing about different things, and there's, there's differences. Um, and usually every record, there's some kind of different sounds like I'm usually getting different guitar sounds or adding different instruments or making the piano sound something not like a piano or something um, but usually to me when I hear it it's like they sound like my songs to me I guess they don't sound very original to me <laughs> I guess <laughs> what I'm trying to say I don't know it no. sounds like this band's ripping off some 41 yeah I mean I don't have many tricks is what I'm saying <laughs> yeah um but I would imagine even just the sort of chemistry of a having a longtime member back in the band, mm -hmm. and all, and then also having a new member and all the, the whole the dynamic is yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, and again, yeah, there's differences with the, with that with the playing. Um, you know, we we sound we still sound like some forty one, but it's a different band because I mean, there's five of us now. Um, you know, Dave being back, he he just has a sound when he plays. You know. When he plays something that I play, it just sounds completely different when he plays a it. You know? A brown sound, what yeah. they call it. <laughs> and um, it's just the same. And then and Tom playing guitar sounds totally different than the two of us. And it, but it all complements each other, and it, and it works really well together. I think the band sounds bigger and tighter than ever, which is, you know, at first you think, okay, five people, it could get messier and sloppier, but for some reason it's way tighter than it's ever been. Yeah, and I think you know. Speaking of Iron Maiden, mm -hmm. I think it, I think it's classy to do the uh, the Iron Maiden. That Foo was Fighters the inspiration move. when we started yeah. talking about it. We're like, well, let's do the Iron Maiden thing. Yeah, I always think that's cool, and it's like you don't just ditch somebody who's been in that spot for you know what I mean. Like I always think that's cool when bands are like, well, just have three guitars. Why not? Um, there's a nice tradition of that. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that with Street Drum, that was your first uh, full Warp tour. Yeah. Um, Sum 41 is going to be on Warp Tour this year. Uh, what do you guys have planned for that? And 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 how do you? I'm always curious. Um, at this point, when the catalog is as deep as yours, and you have a lot of anthems, a lot of hits, a lot of songs people want to hear, Warp is its own animal. 
How do you figure out that set list? It's funny. I've been trying to figure it out for the past week, actually. Pretty much every day I look at my set list that I have made. I'm like, it's about, I mean, you only have about 30 minutes to play, which is for us about seven or eight songs. So there's, there's a, there are songs that you're going to have to leave off or you know switch out from day to day. Maybe it's going to change every day. I don't know yet. And then you've got the thing where like you want to play new songs. Yeah, well, then there's made. that. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I mean, we're going to play something new. Um, there's really not a lot of songs we can play, though. You might have to crowdsource it. <laughs> <laughs> like, see how it, throw out a tweet every couple, a couple of months. I think what we'll end up doing is changing the set quite a bit. Yeah. Because every time I look at the set, I'm like, I don't know if I can live with just these songs for the summer and yeah. not play these other ones. Yeah. Yeah. What has the response been like? Because, uh, I mean, there's sort of, not to put it unfairly into a certain context, but there's definitely a vibe right now where at AP, you know, in the office in Cleveland, a lot of the editorial staff there is, for the last two years, all I hear is, return to pop punk, return to pop punk, pop punk's back. And, you know, there's a lot of new great young bands who are doing that style, uh, some to massive commercial success. And, uh, you know, we have Guitarlo putting out a record and they, we're gone for a little while. We have some putting out a record. We have Blink putting out a record. Um, there is definitely something, for whatever reason, that seems to be happening. What, do you guys feel that kind of momentum, or would you attribute that to anything in particular? Not really. Not for me. I mean, <laughs> I really don't pay attention to any of that kind of stuff intentionally. I don't really like to know what's going on. I like to just focus on what I'm doing. Because um, I feel like if I focus on other things or pay attention, other things start creeping into what I want to do, or you know, you can get into your thoughts and change certain things. So I try to just stay focused on what I'm doing. Um, but I think all those bands probably were releasing records three years ago. It just it's people are paying a little bit more attention to it right now. I guess I don't know. I don't know if it's all of a sudden all these bands are putting out records that I think we all put out records at this, our last records at the same time too. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and so you have kind of a more of a bubble that you want to be in, so you're not kind of what, what's happening like around to, you. You don't want to. I don't want other you. influences, really. Yeah. Um, and I found that in the past that uh, if I pay attention or you know things just will start to creep into my own thing that I'm trying to do. Well, it's always writers that try to assign context to yeah. movements and things, you know. Who can forget the return of the rock in 2001? <laughs>